0: Hello, in this week's show, the Jimi Hendrix of the Sahel, Vieux Faculté, sings us a message of peace as an antidote to climate change, violent extremism and mass displacement. We also hear the latest stories from the UN news team covering Afghanistan, COVID-19 and a radical weather forecasting initiative from the World Meteorological Organization. With closing comments too from regular guest Solange Behadege cortez That's all coming up, but first the news with Katie Dartfit.
1: This is the news in brief from the United Nations Afghanistan's economy is imploding, with all but 3% of households expected to fall below the poverty line in coming months, the UN said on Thursday. To help ordinary Afghans, the UN Development Programme has announced the launch of a People's Economy Fund to provide desperately needed access to cash. The fund will tap into donations frozen since the Taliban takeover in August. Germany has already pledged $58 million of the more than $660 million required over the next 12 months, said Achim Steiner, UNDP Administrator.
2: There are 38 million people who cannot be kept alive just from the outside. We have to step in, we have to stabilize a people's economy. And in addition to saving lives in the immediate, we also have to save livelihoods because otherwise we will confront indeed a scenario through this winter and into next year where millions and millions of Afghans are simply unable to stay on their land, in their homes, in their villages and survive.
1: New data analysed by the WHO has revealed that between 80,000 and 180,000 healthcare workers could have died from COVID-19 between January last year and May 2021. These estimates were calculated from the 3.45 million coronavirus-related deaths reported globally to the UN Health Agency as of May this year, a figure that WHO said may well be at least 60% lower than the actual number of victims. The development comes as The UN Health Agency warned that the pandemic will go on a year longer than it needs to because poorer countries have not received the vaccines they should have. Barely 1 in 20 people in Africa have been vaccinated, compared with around 4 in 10 globally. The UN has announced sweeping initiatives to strengthen the gathering of data which is needed for accurate weather and climate forecasting to protect vulnerable communities around the globe. The World Meteorological Organization said that all 193 member states had approved the sharing of vital observations in the face of climate change and increasing extreme weather events. WMO's Secretary-General Petri Talas said that the growing vulnerability of people living in high-risk areas and concerns about issues such as food security are contributing to a huge increase in demand for information about weather, climate and water and their impacts. Katie Dartford, UN News.
0: The headline's there, and you're listening to UN Catch-Up Dateline Geneva with me, Daniel Johnson. And now to this week's interview, which takes us to Africa, and more specifically, Bamako in Mali. It's home to musician Vieux Fakature, son of acclaimed Malian musician Ali Fakature, And he's composed a great new song, a song for the Sahel, to raise awareness about the problems so many people in the region are encountering because of climate change, lack of government and violent extremism. Here he is now, taking time out from a recording session in his studio. I'll be alive, come on in there. Fantastic, thank you so much. Wow, private thank performance. <laughs> Don't get that every day at the studio. So, thank you so much, your Falcatore. Speaking to the United Nations from Bamako in Mali. And we are, unfortunately, I should say, really going to have to talk about darker subjects than the wonderful music you've just been playing. We're talking about the Sahel crisis, one of the world's fastest growing emergencies. And to raise awareness about this, you have composed, produced and co-opted your fellow musicians into a wonderful music initiative, which is called The Song for the Sahel. Can you tell me about it and why you're doing this? Yes. You know,
3: I think uh, and thank you for like uh, uh, inviting me to speak at the United Nations. Uh You know, uh, for me, it's like very important and very special, like to do something for the Sahel. I mean, I am one of the song from the Sahel. It's when I'm born, it's when I'm growing up, so it's my home, you see.
0: So when we hear about the Sahel and yeah. the displacement and the life-saving assistance that's needed there, it seems to be getting worse and worse. We hear that This year alone, almost 30 million people need that urgent critical assistance and protection, which is five million more than last year. So what is it that your song and your music is gonna bring to the table that international negotiations and military might cannot? For me, first, the music have like big power, very
3: big power to touch every person living there the good people, the bad people, It's what you said, you know? The people like decide what we're gonna do. It's for everybody, these songs. Because, you know, it's not just the guys having gun. The guys having gun have some, they decide. So, do this or not. So, this song, is just to tell them, if they accept, because it's this, to tell them how we have to live together.
0: That's the message, we have to live together. That's the message, That's the message.
3: yeah so this is why when they ask me to do this song i just jump say okay yes because i need to give my own message in these people and it's very important for me to doing this you know
0: because you're known as the hendrix of the sahel is that right what do you think about that mantle that's quite a lot of pressure huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you have to know sometimes to
3: doing like to having like inspiration to having something to do correctly I need to play this music first. It's gonna sound music gonna give me when and what I have to say. You know, it's how it's coming. So when I'm starting to do and doing the music first, and every morning when I come to the studio I'm just listening to this music and I ask myself uh, what I gonna tell them, what they gonna do with this music, what they want to know,
0: what they want to listen. But I mean, is the situation such that it just weighs on your mind every day? Describe the day-to-day for people in Mali. You know, here it's like every
3: day everybody used jumping the Facebook and all stuff to see and to ask what's happened now. We are always like here we say, we sleep, wait one eye. It's one eye used to here, you know
0: with one eye open. Yes
3: mm. and one is open, because we never know what's going to happen. We never know
0: that's no way to live huh
3: you know before i just take my my car from bamako to nyefanke and sleep in the like in the village somewhere now when you take the car from bamako to go to nyefanke it's you have to ask every one kilometer okay uh, here to the one kilometer there what, what's happened there it's good it's no problem okay let's go it's how we go now every minute you can have problems. So we can't go anymore. Like even it's uh, Bamako Segu. Even in Bamako it's dangerous? Ta- everybody's dangerous here now. I'm sure okay. every time. It's because the people don't have nothing to eat. And it's starting, you know, they don't have v- nothing. It's it's very like something else, you know. This is Bamako Mopti Segu. What about North Mali? I don't know what the people are doing there. I go there sometime to see what's happened, why the Foundation Ali Farakaturi will try to help
0: the people there, but I think you have to be there to see exactly what's happened. Well, we have your song to tell us about it. We have the musicians who collaborated with you to make it. Uh, one of the demographics, one of your target audiences, is the young, your younger listeners who make up a large part of the demographic in the Sahel, and they are going to be the region's future. So what's your particular message to youngsters in the Sahel? So what I tell the young in the North Mali today, the young guys, they don't have nothing to do,
3: no work. So this why some young people, you know, go to the jihadism, the extremism. You know, it's like example, somebody living there somewhere, he don't have like $1 per day. And somebody's come to him to say, okay, come on, I want to give you 5000 per day. And he give you a gun. He go. He don't like to stay anymore. He say, "Okay, if you give me five thousand, I'm gonna follow you. Let's go." Maybe you take the gun. Two days, three days after you die. So we have to be like live like on peace. I'm sure I speak with some guys. Tell me, okay, if I have work today, I'm not gonna
0: take gun. I wonder in your you know in your young life, have you seen the impacts of climate change in the country because it's linked, of course, to conflict. You know, I think the Sahel is the where everything's doing there, you know.
3: Maybe some people like living in the United States, you know, saying in England or think in France, they think, okay, the Sahel is nothing. say Sahel is Africa. But
0: everything's bad here is coming there. And final question to you, if I may, Mr. Toure. We've been talking about some very serious stuff, but maybe it would be Nice to remind everyone how much fun I hope it was making this song for the Sahel. You're smiling now. For me, you can imagine how it's an honour. You know,
3: it's a very, very important to me to do this song. I want to just say thank to United Nations. Thank all the guys working on these songs. It's not just Farca Farkature. So I want to just say I'm very happy. If I have to do this
0: again, don't worry. I'm going to do it anytime you guys want to do Vieufakature, thank you for speaking to the United Nations today. Yeah, I'm very happy it's good. <laughs> My thanks to Vieufakatoure for the full interview. Go to unnews.com forward slash audio hub. Now, with Vieux's wonderful voice and love still brightening up my day, let me turn to Solange Berdegui-Cortez for some closing comments to see what inspiration she's had from this fantastic Sahel project from the UN Humanitarian Coordination Office, OCHA. Hi, Solange.
2: Hola, Daniel. The Uruguayan writer Eduardo Galeano, whom we have quoted several times here on UN Kachap, in particular his poem about the refugees, the nobodies, once described himself as a witness with open eyes and an attentive ear. Vieux Farcature, living in Sahel, is more than a witness. But like Galiano, he told you, Daniel, that people in the Sahel sleep with one eye open. They may see phantoms of the terror, but they also have their ears alert to the music. Vieux Farcature strongly believes that his music can be a powerful instrument for change, leaving indelible traces in the sand of the Sahel and in people's minds. If you think about it, the effects of Vieux's music are extraordinary. It has its roots in the blues, though he blends with this traditional music. Once combined, he delivers a message of change and hope in a climate of war, insecurity, hunger and crisis. Where a child that has only known war might just as well pick up a Kalashnikov, Vieux shows that a guitar may be an equally powerful tool for inspiring change, other paths than violence. The five minute song for the Sahel which Vieux produced addresses youth in particular. It says We must work together so we can take care of this land. And we must know that nothing is worth more than peace. Nothing remains but to make peace between us. These are not the words of a terrorist. Rather, they show a conviction that the Sahel is not an empty place, but an inspiring region, a living place where people are born, grow, old, and love. We learned that Vieux Farcature is known as the Hendrix of the Sahel. Well, he said famously that if there is something to be changed in this world, then it can only happen through music. Let's hope that others will be inspired to try this approach too. To paraphrase the English poet and author Edward Bulwer-Lytton, with the greatest of respect, the guitar may indeed be mightier than this world.
0: The guitar may indeed be mightier than the sword. Nice one. Thank you very much, Solange. And for my part, music, art, theatre, whatever tool works with getting the message across of peace is fine with me. It's better than a gun. <laughs> Now, we're supposed to be wrapping up, I'm afraid, so let me say a huge thank you to you for being here again this week for your closing comments. Thank you, listeners, for being part of the show too and for following the UN's work. If you would like more headlines, stories and interviews, just check out UN News. We'll be back next week, and this time looking at a World Food Day initiative from the Food and Agriculture Organisation. Until then, stay well. Bye-bye for now.
2: Ciao, Daniel.